0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Hello and welcome to the 41st episode of The First Exchange with me, your host, Lydia Daydahl. Um, Well, it's good to be back. Thank you everyone for all your questions and your DMs and your tweets the whole lot it's really good every week just being getting to see uh, all the new listeners and get but getting to put a face to the listener and um, so thank you very much please don't stop because uh, I love hearing from you all and it's great to have a bit of feedback and um, from what you're enjoying who you want to have on the episodes that you really enjoy so thank you all so much for getting in touch uh, at the first exchange on Instagram and Twitter if you're on there and you want to have a little look well before uh, I let you listen to the forty. First episode of The First Exchange, uh, who have we got on tonight? Well, we had co-founder of the Dublin Vintage Factory, Terence Murphy, uh, to come in and to talk us through basically all things vintage and all things Dublin Vintage Factory conception. Um, They've just launched a second store in Temple Bar um, and they've been running for like 10 years. It's gone so fast, but basically they've established themselves now as the leading vintage store in Dublin um, and they've just launched a big uh, website where you can buy all stuff online so it's just a really exciting time but Terry is one of my longest friends we've known each other since we're seven years old we've such a history together and um, so I needed to get him in to obviously promote the store and um, but also to go back and just talk about our life together and we had such a crack doing it like literally you will laugh your pants off the whole way through this episode. Um, so without further ado, I'll let you enjoy the 40, 41st episode of The First Exchange. But before I do, um, as you know, I've said on the last couple of podcasts, we now have a Patreon in which you can donate a couple euro per month to help us continue this podcast and continue the growth of the podcast. Um Without your help, we will not be able to continue. So please head over to Patreon.com forward slash The First Exchange and donate the price of a point. Um, it will mean the absolute world to us here, um, and it will show us how much that you enjoy the podcast and how much you in- want us to continue. Um, so thank you very much to everyone who has donated so far and thank you very much to anyone who does. Without further ado, let me introduce the 41st episode of The First Exchange with Terry Murphy from Dublin Finch Factory. Terry Murphy. La-de-de-da. Hello, how are you? I'm very good, how are you? Well, thank you so much for coming in. It is. is... We'll, we'll, we'll cut right to it. Uh, it's an honour to have you in.
0: I'm sure it is.
1: <laughs> come, come close to this mic. Um, it's an honour to have you in, not only because you are doing such t- fantastic work in Dublin, which we're going to talk about, um, and the launch of the second Dublin Vintage yeah. Factory store, but you are as outside of my family. Yes. The person who knows me the longest.
0: I actually am.
1: We know and each that's other. Dangerous. And that <laughs> is dangerous for me because you have a lot on me, yes, uh, I do. good and bad. Um, but we know each other since we're about seven years old. Yes. And we went to Stage Fry Kids. Yes we did. Was Stage Fry the Kids the first thing that we Stage would have met at Stage Fright.
0: Yeah, was Stage Fry Kids, yeah. It was one.
1: So what what a Stage Fry Kids was like an after school
0: Like a summer camp but all year round.
1: All year round. Yeah. It was for
0: It was training us to it, be
1: We it was star developing children. a skill set that yeah. we had yet
0: To know that we to know didn't that really we, need. <laughs> that we didn't
1: need. Um and also Terrence was my first love.
0: I know, that's
1: Unrequited love because you you didn't love me back no, at
0: that time well I first fancied you and then you shut me down and then it was years later I actually, is when you chased me
1: I can't remember shutting and I you had no down interest. but you tell this story what was the chair story that uh,
0: I moved you were in a black and yellow polka dot dress and I moved a chair ahead to sit beside you and you were literally like absolutely get away from me and ran and I was like heartbroken wasn't really 10 minutes over. <laughs> And then years later, you pursued me like
1: I, pres- I pursued you. In Gino's you. Pizza Place, you came in. Terry used to work in a pizza party in Waterford called Gino's, and I couldn't let anyone know that <sighs> I fancied Terry. It's, it's, yeah. So we, me and the girls, made a um, fake name for you, which was Tabulus. Yeah.
0: So Just it- slightly like the Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying it's not even like a cute name, but. It got you through
1: it. It got me through Tabulus. So we, I would be like, "Can we go to Gina's so I can see Tabulus? And um, we would go to Gina's, and we would probably all sit over like uh six An euro yeah. and a six euro pizza, and like one scoop of ice yeah. cream, like ten of us, uh, just so that I could see you and. Then you came out as gay. Yeah. And my dream was absolutely shattered. Well, no, it
0: was years later. Oh,
1: th- yeah, this is from like age Brought, 11 like, to... But like, let's call a
0: spade a spade here. I was mincing something down with pizza. <laughs> or you know something. There was no... <laughs> <laughs> there was no lies like... But
1: I was refusing to refu- see it yeah. at the and time. so was I. I was devastated because I thought I was fully going to marry you. But then we became best friends. Yeah. So
0: So that was 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 absolutely fine. It
1: was much better Uh, because going on my past history, we probably been broke up well now and we probably would would uh, hate each other. There would be numerous
0: (laughs) restraining orders against both of us, if that was the case.
1: Is your headphones okay? Do you need to adjust it? you okay? Perfect. So before we get talking about all the good stuff from when we knew each other back when we were younger... Let's talk about Dublin Vintage Factory. Yes. Uh, Yourself and your partner, David Jones, are the co-founders, co-owners of Dublin Vintage Factory. So we've just seen the launch of the second store now. On Saturday, yeah. On Saturday. So it's a, a Temple Bar.
0: Yeah, Merchant's Arch. Merchant's Arch at Temple Bar. So it's one Merchant's Arch. It's on the corner. It's through the Merchant's Arch in yeah. the Temple Bar. Yeah.
1: Fab. And then you have the original store, which is across in from Found Urban Street. Outfitters. Yeah, face kind and Urban Outfitters. Just yeah. Urban Outfitters. Um, so exciting times. Congratulations. I, know, yeah. I was in there on Saturday for the yes, grand you know, launch before we went for dinner. And it's fantastic. Yeah, thank so you. So it's giving you... Um, like a much bigger store, two yeah. floors. So now people have a real opportunity to get in there and browse. Yeah. So there's loads of space. Well, and the
0: other store was, the other store, the, the, the old store, we call it the old store and the new store now. Yeah. The old store was big, but when we had Smithfield, first of all, that was colossal. But that was literally a shed, you know, but yeah. we made it into a store. The new, the old store that's on Fown Street still, that's still open. That is still quite big, but the reason our logic behind open the new place is because of the current guidelines of X-Men people coming into a shop Yes, we were like okay if we do that we're going to half our trade and the whole lot and Mm -hmm. then whatever so and to give everyone a fair chance of getting the good stuff Mm -hmm. this unit popped up and we're like it's like it's a great it's one of the best units in Tampa Bar so we're like just go for it you know
1: yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so exciting times. Yeah, no, and yeah. delighted to get you in to talk about it because perfect timing yeah. as well. Um, so let's talk about um, the start of Dublin Venture Factory, how it came about. Yeah. So obviously it's yourself and your partner, Dave. Yeah. Uh, you and Dave, how long have you guys been together now?
0: Like 15 years now, I think. God. I know, I'm 31. <laughs> Lies. Lies. Uh, I'm uh, <laughs> X. So are you probably like, yeah, like 15, 15 years, years now. 15 years, wow. Yeah. I think
1: time has passed that long? Um, so how did it come about? Like, because obviously... How long were you guys together before you were like, let's we were start this business? And why was the kind of the conception or how did the conception come together well, that you would st- start
0: this? Dave was working in the shop in George Arcade, one of mm-hmm. the small um, fashion units in there. Yeah. And I was working in Urban Outfitters. And I think because we we're dating so much, we were kind of like, we don't really want to be, you know, I think we were just madly enough that we didn't want to see... I was doing to to work all the time Do you know what I'm saying We are kind of like Before having the Laughera in Dublin <laughs> So we are like Let's just do our own thing So we really? bowled our jobs Yeah And then we opened a, Literally the size of a double bed sheet With the shop in Blackrock Market <laughs> Tiny <laughs> yeah. And we opened it every Saturday And that yeah. was able to pay for our week Do you know what I'm saying So we started doing things there And then Because we're both from Waterford Well me and you are Not Dave We saw a small shop in Waterford And obviously shops were cheaper rent down there Yeah So we took up a small shop down there were there for maybe how was it two two years three years
1: yeah god it seems like such a long time yeah. ago for me now yeah. I like to remember that it time. was t-
0: teeny like but that mm. started us off and then Dave actually got the bus back to Dublin one evening and was walking to the Temple Bar spotted a shop and rang me he was like there's a shop in Temple Bar that's up for rent and mm. um, watched the think and I was like yeah just do it so the next day Dave paid the deposit on it we shut the water for shop down on the Saturday I think we were open like two weeks later I around.
1: love that yeah. It's a kind of risky business like
0: well yeah, it's, yeah
1: was it more a case of like let's do it we've nothing to lose well, or so
0: you know, like I love Waterford and so did Dave love Waterford but at the time there wasn't enough awful lot. we found there wasn't an awful lot like you weren't living there anymore what I'm no, saying like a I lot of our yeah, friends had moved not. away so us moving down there was kind of like we can afford a bigger apartment because they were cheaper we can afford a bigger shop because it was cheaper so it was yeah. kind of like, a first step of doing something else. It's kind of going back a step to go forward a step. So we kind of did that. I not mean going to was going back a step at all. It was just a way of us saving some cash, you know. Yeah. So we did that and then opened our of Bar store. From there, then, we've had 69 shops <laughs> since there. No, we had a good few since yeah. then, you know.
1: But I think, you know, that's an important element as well because... There's kind of two ways you look at it. One, you get to learn the business. Yeah, you totally. get to learn your customer, learn your growth, learn yeah. have all these experiences. Um, you're starting off from scratch. You're not two people who had a family member or were in a family trade no. where this is going on. They, completely out of nowhere, done it yourself. Exactly. You've had to build everything yeah, from, from scratch. scratch. Yeah. And now you're at this place where you have this massive big store in Temple yeah. Bar. You've got a, uh, like a really really um, booming online yeah. website. You've got incredible following on social media all organic yeah and like so you also get to sit back and be like do you know what like Look how far we've come. Yeah. Look what we've done. But now you've got like 10 odd years, tw- 15 years of experience behind We still learn the
0: way we age. I'm saying we still make mistakes. And I think that's yeah. what me and Dave are good. So me and Dave are so completely different where Dave is one way of things and I'm the opposite. And I think that's really important to open mm-hmm. a business because I'm like, let's do this. And Dave's like, that's ridiculous. No. And then vice versa. Yes. You know, so that's a, it's a really good balance. Mm-hmm. So obviously we had some stores for years, and we got very short-term lets. So mm-hmm. those short-term lets, even though we opened the shop for maybe a year and a half, and we had to move somewhere else, they were really important because it was kind of like a training thing. It was like a yeah. almost, like you know, it was like open up and see what how this works and what's and like finding suppliers is incredibly hard for vintage. Yeah, you can open, you can go online and buy stuff, but it's probably going to be desperate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you have to really search hard for it. So it took us this long. To find the stuff that's really good, do you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's ironing all the kinks over years.
1: Yeah, which... Same are, as any business, do you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I imagine that keeps things, like, fresh yeah. almost as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That you're, like, you're learning and you're growing. And then there's obviously things that don't go to plan and things that yeah, do go course, to plan. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that must be exciting as well.
0: Well, it's good, though. But we could take the good with the bad. Like, even with the, the shutdown, the lockdown, whatever, we had kind of felt like we put their, our online store on the back burner for a long time. yeah. Because we weren't, we didn't have enough time in the day to do Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. And when lockdown happened, we're like, okay, right, let's just make something out of something, you know. So we concentrate on that. That got so busy then that we ended up getting the new office for the online. Mm -hmm. So that's its own entity, pretty much, you know. And it's brilliant. It's lovely, you know what I'm saying, to have that. And now from that then came the, you know, the new shop. So it's kind of a just like...
1: Isn't it funny how like lockdown for people who are creative or yeah. that run their own businesses or that are doing things kind of for themselves yeah. it just sort of kickstarted them into like doing things that they'd never been able to do before or hadn't had the time yeah. or the opportunity I think to it was do.
0: the time and also I think it was really important for me it was because I wasn't seeing friends I wasn't seeing people in the public and do you know sometimes if you have a plan in your head yeah. if you go for a few pints one of those six people might say oh I don't know if that's a good idea that stops you. Yeah. Whereas we didn't see anybody. In our house in lockdown, it was me, Dave and Ashing. Yeah. So Ashing is completely positive constantly, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dave is the exact same. So in our heads, it was kind of everything was, a, it sounds stupid, but everything was a good idea. We we're like, let's just do yeah. this, yay. We didn't have any outdoor influence yeah. to tell us, well, that's a bit risky or whatever. We were kind of living in our little bubble of like, yay. And I think that was the same with our creatives. They were able to do things that they wouldn't be brave enough doing throughout the year yeah. because you have input from other people, whereas mm. when you're kind of uh, isolated on your own, it's just your own thoughts. It's your mm-hmm. goods and bads. So that's why I think a lot of people kind of flourished from it.
1: Do you think it's important to do what you do and to to essentially, I suppose, think for yourself and to not yeah. let outside influence that's influence what a, goes on? Yeah,
0: that's a big thing. When we started off doing it, we were kind of looking at, you know, like other stores and that had been established for years. Mm-hmm. And like bigger chain stores, like Urban Outfitters and different stores that do vintage whatever. Um, you know, even like Dee, who owns Lucy's Lounge, like she is an icon in Dublin. She's doing like thirty five years you now. Um. She even says stuff like it's hard to look at other stores because you constantly. Competing yourself against them, mm. you know? Yeah. So we kind of learned ourselves that you literally just don't look at anyone else's, you know, you look in your own window and that's it. Because yes. by doing that, you're concentrating on yourself. But like saying that, like one of my best mates, Emma, she owns Nine Crows, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, we're really good friends and we have a really good, healthy relationship with both our businesses. Like, mm. if someone comes into my shop, I'm like, oh, go across and vice versa. Mm. That's important to have that. But the majority of time, we just prefer to look at ourselves, concentrate on ourselves and. Because I think if you start looking, same as music, whatever. If you start looking, oh, they're doing better than me or blah, 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 yeah. blah You're automatically going to make yourself trip.
1: Yeah. Well, it's kind of so. like a metaphor for life almost, yeah. isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like once you focus on yourself, your own business, yeah. don't worry about what no, everyone else is doing else. or yeah, what totally. anyone else is saying. Yeah. Focus on yourself, work hard. Yeah. Good things will happen yeah. or big things will happen. Just, you just know? concentrate
0: on your own thing and be positive. You I'm saying? But if mm-hmm. you start listening to going, oh, well, they're after, you know, even like Andrea was saying, a like friend of mine was saying, like, you know, more isn't always better. Yes. And years ago, I had this thing in my head going, "Oh, I need to open another shop. I need to do this. I need to get a bigger shop, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Because I just thought that this by Andrea
1: Horan Tropical Pop. Andrea
0: Horan Tropical Popicle Yes. Um, I thought that by having more or having bigger, yes, was better. Yeah. That's Which, not.
1: This is something that because she was on this podcast oh, and. Yeah, yeah. um can't remember what episode but you go back and if you're listening you'll be able to, to see it but um that's what she was talking yeah. about about how loads of people have said you'd make a fortune now if, if you, you expand, expand Tropical pop yeah, all yeah, over yeah, Ireland you can yeah. put one in Galway and one and she in Cork. could in a heartbeat in a heartbeat she's, but she's just like it. just one. she that. wants it to be yeah. the experience and that's so rare yeah, now It is, yeah. where people are so hungry but for you know more but when somebody
0: like especially in business says something to you that really sticks with you mm. that really really stuck with me because at the time we were kind of thinking oh we could do this and we could do that blah blah and I was like no because if you, you know, if you bite too much off that you can't chew, you know, yeah. it's not, it's not healthy for you or the business. Yeah. So now we're kind of, I know that we literally just opened a second shop. That makes no <laughs> sense. But that was a matter of, you know, uh, but yeah, like we're happy what we're doing now, And this, I think this will be it for us. Yeah. You know, say our two, we've got two kids now and that's enough for us. You know.
1: How difficult is it to work with a partner?
0: G- good because... As I said, me and Dave are so different in the way that we do things. I know that sounds yeah. like it might be difficult, but it's not. Because I think if we were the same, I, I just think, you know, Dave is very... Like, Dave does one job, out of the other job. So Dave yeah. has his tasks, I have my tasks. I have very a Very different, different we're, contrasting we're different. personalities. Yeah, in people, yeah, yeah.
1: But you know what I was saying, actually, because uh, Terry and Dave brought me for a lovely dinner for my birthday last a lovely week. Lovely dinner. Lovely dinner, lovely cocktails. Lovely cocktail It was beautiful. It was Yam Mori Northside, by the way. If anyone from there is listening, you did a great job. And... Myself and Shane would maybe like to go back there. Maybe record a podcast over there. Um, But um, say it for me. And when I was speaking to the girls, Miriam, at my birthday, our our dual best friend. And I was saying, do you know what? The two of you are mad about each other. Yeah. You're so in love with each other. Yeah, brilliant. After 15 years. And, you know, sometimes like. I don't think the, like the rest of the girls maybe have that relationship <laughs> with their fellas. Delete this. <laughs> I mean, maybe put this, delete this bit of shame. Uh, no, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like I know, yeah. you're so You're actually yeah. like two teenagers when you're around each other. Like still, yeah. so. but you work together, you live together, you socialise yeah. together. Like what's the secret?
0: I just think we could kind of make our own rules. You know what I'm saying? I think like yes. most of, even like, like my pals were all gay guys. My My, you know, yeah my close group there's not really a, I don't is, know. Is that, I think there's
1: is that a gay thing is that like I don't think gay I'd man... like to say it
0: is a gay thing but I'm going to say that <laughs> but you know what I'm saying I think there's a lot of people that have a stereotype that they need to do like you'd have to get married you have to have a kid you have to blah blah. Yeah. blah, blah. you hit your dog then you sit down and they talk about the credit union and blah 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 yeah. that's absolutely <laughs> not for me yeah, yeah. so like we just do our own thing do you know what I'm saying we obviously do want things that everyone else wants like a house you know and yeah. those things but we don't really try and go by like even like we're engaged now what like six years is it?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah six you years. You promised
1: me a Thai wedding.
0: Oh, yeah get the Thai
1: wedding. Was it Thai, Thailand you were going to? I'd go
0: now to bloody juries in at this stage you know <laughs> 50 people but um, but I won't be doing that. I will have a guest of 370 people. Oh. Um, but what's was it? In?
1: Um what are we saying Uh, we're talking about the reason I was asking about what's the secret behind the two the success of your relationship is I'm maybe wondering about like you know they they say men are from Venus women are from Mars so you're
0: very like that like we're like oh you're (laughs) you're such a Taurus do you know what I'm saying you all look way into it no I'm I'm not
1: talking about astrology but if we're going to go there you're an Aries and Dave is a Taurus and you're very compatible that's all I'm saying but anyway I'm wondering because you're two men do you have a better understanding of what you need Possibly. Then, you know, the. Well, I don't want to speak for every
0: couple, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because that's. You can't really say that because. It's kind of saying, like, oh, because you're a straight couple, you probably get on way better than gay couple. Yes, you would literally be voice. hunted in the streets with flaming oh, torches. God, it's like cancel
1: that. culture. Hello. Can- I you're, love you're, my podcast. I'm literally
0: cancelling right now. I love live. My
1: podcast.
0: But do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I think probably we just get, we, we understand each other. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a good match. We're just a good match. Yeah. We're literally just a good match. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? There's nothing, there's any magic to you, anything. Do you know? we just a good match. It's love. But well, like, we still have arguments like everyone else. Do you know? But when it comes to business, we kind of put the phones down when we get home and, yeah. do you know? But we're kind of two creatures of comfort as well. We like going home, watching movies, chilling out, whatever, or else we're just a flip for coin. We love the chill out, or else we love going to town and absolutely
1: taking the legs off us, ripping us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking the legs Is off that it. important? Is having a good ripping. work
0: life, <laughs> taking the legs off us in town, absolutely,
1: <laughs> is having a good work life balance. Is that important to you?
0: Yeah, well, I think you have to be happy. Like, we're really happy in our job,
1: yeah, yeah, like, we are yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. incredibly happy
0: in our job, we're very lucky. You know, I've seen friends and whatever who their businesses have completely gone over or gone under yeah. during this.
1: Not me, mate.
0: Not you. Not well. me. Well, not <laughs> you're a grand girl. But, do you know, like we're, we've are we survived it and we're just happy yeah. that we've done that. And there's, you know, we're just really thankful for our job and we yeah. really enjoy it every single day.
1: Do you have a kind of, um, I suppose, is it like gratitude that you're, you know, it would be very easy for your business to not be successful. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Think, think of all the businesses that have started like, that have that people have tried to do vintage yeah, stores. People yeah. have have tried to like open miserably. things <laughs> miserably, and they they you know they it they don't make it past that kind of hard slump yeah. that you know the first and there year is a hard or two. Slump,
0: believe me, do you know
1: absolutely. So is there kind of a gratitude there that you one you have the the customer base,
0: yeah,
1: and the I suppose the you have the brand profile yeah and you have the growth yeah and continue growth because it seems to be just getting bigger and bigger
0: yeah yeah totally I just think we try to keep it as family as it is you know what I'm saying yeah. like we're not into like paying for like I don't know how many followers like 20,000 something whatever right yeah. but there's other stores in Ireland that have we'll say like 100 and whatever like fair enough like but it's not real it's not real, and those things kind of grate me. Do you know, mm. I don't look over the wall at their business, but whatever. But when I hear about, them, I'm like, okay, fair enough. But at the end of the day, the proof is in the pudding. Do you know, yeah. I come into my shop and enjoy the experience. And like our main thing is that like we want to make like it's like our home basically. We're there, we work so much in there; it's yeah. basically like coming into my house. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: What's the experience that you want a customer to have when they come into you?
0: Really relaxed, you know, feel really safe, in there at the moment have a good laugh not yeah. be we don't ex- like I've worked in retail all my life do you know what I'm mm. saying and the way that I was drew, like pushed into being like the retail robot kind of thing mm. I hated it like, do you know what I'm saying it was like yeah. no, make sure blah, blah. I was like I used to work for in a designer area of a store Yeah. and it was actual Hell. torture like literally torture like. And as I was in like, like
1: you go up to the customer and you have a certain protocol well, on, the on what protocol to say well protocol that there
0: was nothing organic about it you couldn't have a banter because it was like that's unprofessional whatever and yeah. I'm not saying like sitting there talking about do you know crap right but you could you know it was like you have to be this kind of person but yeah. I like step wives wife's kind of shit and i was yeah. like that's not me
1: using certain positive yeah. words that lead to a no, sale no, and all and this I hate kind of crap that. that's
0: not for me yeah. so even in work now you know if we ever hire somebody around that works with us you know it's very much a family all of us you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like outside of work we're all friends outside of work we all socialize. you know we're yeah. all really supporting each other and that's really important to us you know is mm. that when you come in the door they realise how close a bond all the staff have mm-hmm. and how you comfortably feeling there do you know yeah. and that's what I think we've got customers that come back to us since we were golly gosh because remember we were golly gosh yeah. back in the day yeah 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 we could still have people come back now. And I think that's probably because of that or because, yeah. you know.
1: But you, are you aware, though, that you have a very enigmatic personality? I you're...
0: don't know what that means.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know what en- enigmatic means either. Do us a Google there, shame. <laughs>
0: en- what is
1: it? Enigmatic. I know what it means, but I don't know like how to dynamite. say it. Like, you're a very, um, uh...
0: Difficult to sexy. interpret or understand. Mysterious. Myster- I'm absolutely fucking not mysterious.
1: That's not what I wanted oh, to say. Yeah. What's the word like um captivating?
0: Oh Lydia, back down, friends. <laughs> Those days are done. We've <laughs> we have crossed that over.
1: It's just hoping you'll break no, up No, day. I'm
0: sorry, friend. Did I hear what you said for the last <laughs> time? <term? laughs>
1: captivating. You okay. would you would be very you have to you have to know, Terry, that you Captiving. like work a room when you're in it, you're like oh. No, But you're the same I am the same
0: I think personally That water for people Are a different breed We're like demigods We're all just chatty And you know Up for the laugh Yeah And not the Dublin people are I'm sorry I love you all (laughs) You're (laughs) going to get cancelled now Murdered Cancelled (laughs) <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though. Pick Waterford people would literally chat the legs off a dog, and We've, people love that.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: Whereas when I first moved to Dublin I found that, like, I used to be walking down the road with Dave, and I'd be like, "Hi" to people, and Dave'd be like, "Why are you saying hello to fucking everyone?"
1: This is something that I had to get used to when I moved from yeah, Sticks you don't say everyone. in Waterford. That people don't, you don't say hi to people like that on the street because in Waterford, it's like oh hey, where are you? Even if you vaguely know someone, yeah.
0: And but I down had there, that... we're like, well, up here, no, no, yeah,
1: you. no, you just don't do that at all.
0: Even Dave was saying to me like, there's people coming around the shop outside the new shop that you know they drink in the daytime or whatever and they're kind of under hard circumstances and Dave's like are you literally making friends at all everyone that sits outside I'm like hey lads how are you getting on blah 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 and, you know I just think it's in our nature as water well for people just to chat yes. to anything that will look back at you
1: yes absolutely Dogs and, and and anything, birds. That, anything that will nod and smile as will you, give you are us any kind of reassurance day. for our lives but You know like that that is for me as your friend who's kind of like watched you grow over the last like 10 years that's definitely something that you know i was like have seen it's your character it's your personality and obviously dave's as well dave's a fantastic uh, person and a Great personality as well, but definitely in terms of like if we look at sort of your your influence or your involvement in the gay scene in yeah. Dublin, you were very much and you still are very yeah. much a part of that. Whether it's styling, whether it's yeah. kind of involvement with the drag queens, mm. so how did that kind of world sort of open up to you when when you moved to Dublin? Um, I don't
0: know, but there wasn't gone. really a, a gay scene in Waterford. Do you know what I'm saying, there wasn't like do you know, and if there was, well, there was. There was like dignity in a few bars, but at the time, I wasn't gay. Lol, Do you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. I was like, I oh, can't go there. But, and yeah. then I think when it actually came out, it was all closed down. I was like, you mothers. Yeah. So, but then when I moved to Dublin, I was like, this is like New it's, York. It's, I was like, this yeah, it's is so amazing. free
1: up here and it's so see, accepted, yeah. right?
0: But I went to see Veda was the first queen I saw. Not, sorry, actually, n-
1: uh, just to t- not be accepted as in being gay is if you're not accepted to be gay her. in Waterford. Cancel I mean, the flamboyancy of the drag culture well, in Dublin. There, no. And you didn't have that in no, Waterford, was the but odd you one have it, you had yeah, it in yeah, Dublin. Yeah, but
0: there was nothing, yeah. But actually one of the first shows I went to was Victoria, Victoria's Secret.
1: Absolutely. Who Terry, how much do I love her? Queen of the
0: world. Love her.
1: I am obsessed with her. Kind of obsessed with her, her. Yeah. yeah. And so you, she, you introduced yeah, me to her for the first time, yeah.
0: She used to run... I don't think she. I don't know if she ran the night or just at the door for the night uh, a break for the border. Yeah. And I remember coming to open first one, and I was like, "Oh my!" An actual Amazon is at the front door, like yeah. boobs, like two missiles, and a wig, touching heaven. I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm grand here.
1: I found my home. Straight
0: in three shots for tenor. Sorted. <laughs> I'll make my bit. And then start going to the George and that kind of stuff. Then started dating Dave, so that mm. we were more involved, and then obviously became friends with like Dave. So like Robin and all, you know, Durham. they were all. Dave's young friend, when they, not young friends, but they go, because they're not young. When they, you know, when, uh, oh, they are not young. When they were, um, you know, they were hanging out together for the years. So yeah. I kind of like plodded along, you know, and yeah. now they're like my brothers, you know. Yeah. So it was exciting up here because it was things that I've never seen before, like, mm. you know, and I love it, you know. And I I have such admiration for all of them because I think it's brilliant. And what? they're like little mascots for all of us. I love it.
1: Why do we love drag culture so because much? Because they're, they're brilliant. It I is brilliant. I think it's brilliant. just
0: an escapism that's like it's ridiculous you know what I'm saying yeah. you're looking at somebody with boobs the size of melons yeah. huge wig they're not going to be like oh that's actually it's really great it's like that's brilliant they're yeah. funny they're hilarious you can't feel down they're like mood changers and that's yeah. what you want you know what I'm saying you don't want to go to a bar and be like well maybe you do if you want you, know, you probably love that you know <laughs> but whatever you know like you know a dark you know sitting there whatever. you want to go and <laughs> listen to a bit of Britney watch a, a six q- foot person a wig
1: a quiet point is good sometimes but that so. is
0: grand yeah
1: but uh, can you did you bring me to my first drag show yeah you probably did mm.
0: I think it was Break for the Border as well it actually was I have a picture of you and it was the dragged up thing and you actually look like you're lost at sea in the middle
1: do you know what I little head remember you're like absolutely eh. delighted and I had Babs daily on last week. Babs she, is also Babs icon, had a photograph yeah. of me from that night somewhere. I, took, That's I remember ridiculous. getting a photograph. You took a photograph of me with the nine foot bear. They have a stuffed bear. <gasps> yes, and I did. I remember like, you were like, "Get it or we'll get over there and get a picture of yourself with the bear." And then I put my hand oh my God, in its mouth yeah. and then a claw hand <laughs> with the other. And I just remember you being like, "I actually can't bring her anywhere. <laughs> She's the most uncool yeah, you person." You are
0: ridiculous. Like you go from one to a hundred in any kind of track You get like starstruck, which is I gas. get starstruck. Yeah. Which is
1: gas. I, it was Davina Divine and um, Veda, Veda. Oh,
0: Regina George.
1: Regina George. That's the
0: one though, that you're absolutely. Regina going for. George. Yeah.
1: I was like, I actually, I, I just remember being like, I want to look like her.
0: Yeah, she's stunning. It's
1: something about drag queens that it's like they take because they come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, I love that. But they highlight the best bits of, of their everything. shapes and sizes. Yeah. So I always look at drag queens and I say, if women. As, a, as women in as society, a society
0: did that, could
1: take could take that confidence, yeah, yeah, and run with it like yeah. drag queens do. We will be. Flying. Flying. There, When you go to a drag show and like you have a couple of drinks and you're like the music is the best pop music yeah. and everything. And there's just so much confidence in the air. And you're watching the drag queens like, you know, the way they move and yeah. the way they're just so sassy. And it, it actually it's, rubs off yeah, on you. Of course
0: it does. You feel great. Feel great. If you go to a venue or anywhere where it is encouraged to be positive. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. Then you're gonna feel great going. Like you're gonna leave on a high, do you know what I'm saying? Unless mm-hmm. you're lamped and bowling, but like <laughs> and we've been there. But <laughs> we've yeah, been we there. have been there. But you know what I'm saying? That's what it's for, yeah. you know? And they're and also they are incredible business people. Well like
1: that's... why do you easy. say that?
0: Because Victoria A, like I don't know why I said A there, I wasn't gonna give a B, but whatever. <laughs> Victoria it's like business mogul of the year
1: yeah she's her own brand like she her, is literally her glow up and Davina her... as
0: well Davina is
1: let's give a shout out because the two girls do um, petty little, little things. things petty little thing.
0: the two of them are like on fire
1: podcast in this collaborative studio yeah um, go check it out but they
0: Was... literally saved quarantine for every lonely gay in Dublin in Ireland actually <laughs>
1: with the things
0: oh my god Didn't the queen of quarantine were, like, in text I like even
1: like Queen of Quarantine is on tonight. You have to, have to watch it. I literally had
0: kidney, kidney and liver failure from watching it. We Every, were, we're like, let's go. We, you might as well go to the pub for six hours watching it. <laughs> so.
1: We were talking about it last week, and the the way, or the first couple of weeks. Um, you know, like the connection dropping, or mm. they go, now we're going go yeah, to go to Deirdre in Galway, yeah. or, you know, um, give me a good drag name. Now we're going to go to.
0: Moradara. Hey, Amora. Moradara. Moradara is also a fierce Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to go to oh more. my god! You need to watch more Dara. She's so good. She's kind of like K hey, push on acid now. Really? But yeah, you love her. So
1: we're going to go to uh, more Dara in Galway, and then they cut to the video, and
0: it would more Dara
1: be in the back, like pouring herself a vodka and tonic yeah. or something. Oh, or yeah. the thing. Be, it was that the was the best bit. Yeah, bit that that. Um, but yeah, Victoria is a um, she is going to come on this podcast. As well. She's talked her last so week. Good, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Anyway, I'll have to I'll have to talk. Well, she's doing down.
0: loads. She's doing like, everything in the UK and everything. You know, she has like.
1: Well, as well, I think for a lot of maybe young people or people who are kind of new to the drag scene, yeah. a lot of them would have come onto the scene maybe based off the back of RuPaul's Drag Race well, and the success of that. Yeah, yeah. But there's a whole world before not that. not
0: that, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a whole world before that. It's not just that. RuPaul's Drag Race. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? No, it is brilliant. Do you know what I'm saying? It's binge TV. Yeah. But it's not what it really is, do you know? yeah. How like, I don't speak. Do you think from, the... I don't speak for any queen because I'm not a queen. I don't understand the work that goes into it. Yeah. But I just appreciate the work that they're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like a fan of their stuff. Yeah. Um. But it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Do you know?
1: Can anyone, in your opinion, be a drag queen, or is, does it take a special? Like, is it a special talent, a I special skill?
0: Halloween every single year, everyone could be a drag queen. But come on, girl. <laughs> <do> you know? <laughs> no, there's not. I don't think it can. I couldn't be a drag queen. Now with a few little have
1: you ever have you ever
0: cocktails? Have I'm you like, ever I would be brilliant. Oh, I think you'd be. What I'd be, I'd be, oh, i through the wall now with the drinks on me. I can't even walk, run walking runners half the time. That is true. Pair, that is true. You know?
1: Oh yeah, you, just, you 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 move so well. after the be a queen, a few I'd be a
0: queen in a slider. I'd be that, I'd be a comfy queen. They're saying that <laughs> in Chanel, a Nike she, one, of the, one of the queens, Chanel, she wears a croc. Chanel rocks a croc and I love
1: it Shout out to Chanel because that that is my vibe She's the queen of the croc Hashtag love a croc
0: Love a croc Rock the croc Chanel
1: Um, Brilliant You'd nearly nearly want to go for a dance now over in the George wouldn't you? I know Bring back the George it a good while left Um, But yeah so God what a Like it's been a mad old journey hasn't it? Yeah Could you imagine yourself doing anything other than what you're doing now?
0: No well I started doing hair do you remember and I was like yeah. this is and then he was like oh you do a head of highlights so I was like absolutely not I'm getting my coat.
1: Yeah. Have you always been like
0: I not, think not afraid
1: of but like maybe like a fear of mundane like can you think of nothing worse oh, no. than being like, in a job where it's just like doing Betty's highlights now. Oh or I'd like...
0: literally <laughs> not for me friend. Because I worked and I loved it because the reason I loved it here was because it was creative and I could do like like fantasy. I used to do fantasy hair competitions yeah. that kind of stuff. You did, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and I loved yeah. it because it was like a form of art and it was a form of being creative. Mm. And then it was like, okay, you have, you know, Kathleen at Corporate Student had highlights and I was like, I'm absolutely not going to do that. I'm going to yeah. go home. So that's when I left.
1: Yeah. And with something like that, unless you get to a, a point where you can have your young, own salon you know and you can choose yeah. your own clients.
0: Like I do enjoy being my boss and I'm very lucky that I'm my own boss. Yeah. But sometimes I wish I had a boss. Mm. Do you know, that could be, like, a Monday morning. That could be, like, oh, that's all done. But I don't.
1: Yes. But
0: I'm not scared of the mundane at all, though, either. No. No. Like, a part of me would love in, like, maybe, like, 15 years to, like, go to Thailand. Yeah. Sorry, burping. and have, like, you know, <laughs> a little <laughs> cheeky birthday. Um, you know, and open, like, a little bar or, like, I always want to open, like, a B&B or hotel. And David's like, no.
1: Oh, Terry, I'd love
0: you open a bar in pre- thailand. thailand. Yeah, no, it would be fab. I don't know why he doesn't want to. But we can work on that we can we have loads of time for that I want to do like I always see these like gorgeous programmes and it's like they have like a place over in like Thailand and it's like oh like four bedrooms on the beach with a whatever blah, blah blah, and the dogs and stuff like that yeah the and it's about
1: eight grand like, to buy it or something yeah
0: like we, me and Dave were in Thailand we passed down a beach before and there's like a shack Yeah, it was up for rent and it was like the equivalent of basically a like 12 grand you're kidding no the strand could have taken it out and wouldn't go but it was 12 <laughs> grand friend and I was ready to cash in on that dream
1: this brand, yeah. Look. Gas. Um, let's talk about. I know we were like, like, what are we talk about on the podcast. Obviously, we talk about like the, the obviously the shop the upcoming lesson. single. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've been it. it's a, new uh, a whole out. new world. Um, <laughs> and I know you heard it with Katie Price and uh, Peter Andre, it's but back. Uh, have you heard us do it? It's back. Spell it. Um, we're obviously like you know you're here for the launch of Dublin Vintage Factory yes. to talk about that and um, being a gay icon and all that kind oh, of other stuff. You. But then oh. we were like. Maybe we should talk about our journey. Dun, dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. I need more space. I need more physical space.
1: Can you just be ready to like? <sighs> You're gonna have to. You're gonna cut a
0: lot of this out,
1: uh, just in case it gets like too too I'm much. Security. I'm going pop the
0: runners off and jump over. The saber.
1: So this is like something that um, I was like, you know. I feel ready to talk about it yes. because before we're maybe we're in a,
0: different part of we're our in a lives.
1: very different part of our lives. But before I definitely wouldn't have been able to speak about it. No, And one thing that I've spoke about on 41 episodes of this podcast is my journey yeah. and where I've come from. And, you know, jujitsu and therapy and awareness and self-exploration and evolving as a human and all these different things yeah. which have led me to where I am now. One of the biggest... um. Maybe experiences and lessons that I have learned that's helped me to be where I am now would be our relationship, yeah, and what we went through. Yeah. So without going into the like nitty gritty because obviously there's other people involved and stuff, but um, I went through a very rough patch, turbulence
0: time, yes with
1: a relationship,
0: yeah,
1: um, that I had a rough couple of months with, and we all lived together, yeah, and um how would you say it we it fell out
0: as F
1: we fell we out we just fell out yeah we together we fell together. out on
0: like like the Clash of the Titans fell out
1: yes or like what happened in Baby Jane what happened like <sighs> yeah. what's the two characters in that movie you were
0: the one in the wheelchair anyway I was <laughs> bet Midler I Bet Midler I was Betty Davis <laughs> or bet Medler. <laughs> You were the one in the wheelchair. I was the one with the makeup.
1: <coughs> so we yet, it
0: was awful. It was horrific.
1: We, this was, it went on for years. Yeah. But we 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 were too close.
0: That's the problem.
1: And I had too much going on. Yeah. And I couldn't properly...
0: Express yourself.
1: Express myself very good. Um, and I was probably traumatized with everything that was going on. No, you
0: absolutely were. With the Because there was a back catalogue of stuff as well before that. Yeah. That added to the fire.
1: Yes, we fell out over the most ridiculous stuff that you would, never done anything like horrendous to each other, but I acted in wrong ways, you reacted to my wrong reactions, and it just led to us getting to such a bad place where Terry basically said to me, I can't be your friend anymore. Oh gosh, I'm going to start crying. Terry's. And that was out. very dramatic. That was so dramatic.
0: I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. I can't do this. It
1: it's, was you. It's, it's you. It's you, not me. Terry brought me. We. I had moved out. Uh, so basically, I the trauma of the relationship that I was in, the yeah. absolute toxicity that that relationship and again I'm not blaming the other person in the relationship no you're not but it
0: did it was put, part of yeah, me as yeah, well but, but it was yeah, just yeah. for
1: everyone it was toxic so instead of addressing it at the time I'd done what most idiots would do I took myself off and yeah. moved in with him alone and seg- stopped myself yeah. seeing all my friends segregating myself so we hadn't spoken for a while and then you brought me to Pygmalion
0: yeah and why's Pygmalion with her?
1: It was Pygmalion, yeah. I oh, remember the scene Pygmalion? and everything. Yeah, Like was, I can't yeah. even go in there anymore. I yeah. got a little shudder. I remember that corner.
0: The ghost of me in the background. A the dark, ghost can of you, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and you were basically like, "It's." I remember it so well because it was what led me to want to change so badly. You were like... "Um."
0: You were like, are we going to be okay? Yeah, are we well, going to like be okay? Sorry, I can't.
1: And you said, I forgive you. It's yeah, totally fine. Don't worry you. about yeah. it. But I would prefer if you weren't in my life. Yeah. And for me I have this thing With like the people Who I've been closest In my life That they're never gone anywhere
0: Yeah that's the thing friends. And
1: that's why yeah. I, I get a hard time When yeah. people die on me That I, know, I love yeah. Because I'm like but I, I feel like they're never going to go. And then when someone dies, I'm like, okay. Then it's okay. Like,
0: yeah, traumatic, yeah. Or
1: when you break up with someone, I find it, I did find it very hard yeah. to um, get over it. Because I was like, I never thought that they would Ever leave. Ha-
0: yeah, of course, yeah. It's a tad, abandonment issues.
1: Yes, yeah. absolutely. So once you had said that to me and I knew that you were still going to be in my, like, circle. circle and my zone. Yeah. But I couldn't actually have that relationship anymore. And that
0: was even hard for all our friends all our
1: friends suffered because Because it was it it was like we're a very social
0: group of friends whether it's in Dublin or Waterford Mm -hmm. and every single thing changed for everyone for years because I was like I've often been shitty but I was like I'm not going down there if she's sitting there and you were probably the same because it could have kicked off or could have been like, ah. Yeah. And also I was scared that I go down get drunk and then forgive you and be like, that's oh, fine. And the yeah, next day you going, oh, why want did want
1: Why her? did you not want to forgive me? Because I didn't it? want
0: to forgive you at the time. Because I was raging. I was really yeah. angry at you. And I was like, if I do it, it's under false pretenses. And it, and it's not a real, it's not real forgiveness. Do you know what I'm yes. saying? It's very easy to go for a drink and be like, oh, oh it's really good. We're, we're pissed now. We're after making up. That's bullshit. You yes. didn't make up. You're putting a bandit over something. Mm. And that's going to come off tomorrow. And then it's back to square one. So why put the the false? And in the at middle? the
1: time, I would want have wanted you for to forgive you. But now, in hindsight, now that we have gotten to that yeah. stage, and I know now that you wouldn't have done it unless it, it was real. genuine yeah. or real, it makes it more.
0: But if we had done that back then, I guarantee you, hand on heart, we would have had well, I would change. We would have changed, wouldn't have changed yeah. at all, but we wouldn't be speaking today. Like I would have been like, I'm absolutely done with you now. Yeah, get away. But we, do, you know. I didn't
1: (laughs) and it taught me a really valuable lesson like while I was working on myself is that um, you have to take responsibility for your actions yeah you do that was the biggest thing that I learned because as painful as it was and how how abandoned I felt and how segregated from my friends group Mm -hmm. that I felt it was only when I sat back and said you've done this to yourself yeah this is as a result. Like, I was of no how angel you either. What
0: I'm saying, but
1: I think I gave a good. You
0: gave a good run of it.
1: I gave a good run of it. You and gave
0: me the starters, <laughs> followed by the mains, and then a little bit of dessert at the end. Yeah. Do you know no. what I mean? Like, yeah.
1: w- if I had if I had my shit together, it would never have no. happened. No. But now that I, and you know, I'm very ph- philosophical. And flirtatious.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> flirtatious. But I'm a big believer in like. Um, everything happens yeah, for a course, reason yeah. and, it and does, I believe that
0: that 100%, was 100% yeah. it couldn't have yeah.
1: happened we were so close that yeah. if it had happened with anyone else I would have just said
0: fuck whatever ab- yeah see ya and we both have friends that we're like you know that we've had to say goodbye to because of certain reasons and yeah. that is hard yeah. but the fact that we're friends since we're literally kids like yeah. actual kids like you know that's when I was like, there's enough is enough. And you were in a really shitty place and you were lashing out with me. And it was almost like a brother sister thing. It wasn't mm-hmm. even a friend thing anymore. And I was like, no, I'm not fucking doing it. And I think people get, you know, if it's a brother and sister fight like that and they separate for a while, nobody really thinks like, oh, they're going to fight forever. Well, if it's two mm-hmm. friends. People do. But in my head, I was going on the way of, well, she's like my sister, so it's not going to be forever. Do yeah. you Yeah. I am saying I was never like, well, even I though, but even that though you I was te- texting, I was like. Don't ever text me again. You you'll be dead if you text me again. <laughs> you know the drama, drama was happening, but you know, yeah, I was just spooking you.
1: It's funny, yeah. It's funny though when you say that because in my head I really believed that there was something that clicked me me. I was yeah. like, he genuinely. But it was
0: literally when people say tough love, yes. I was like, I can't do this anymore because we did it like fifty times a year. Where yeah. I was like, I forgive for you, and then it was like, and then literally the clock strikes twelve, and the two of us are actually <laughs> belting around the sitting room screaming at each other. You know what I'm saying, like. No friends,
1: See, a lot it needed
0: <laughs> to come to an end. A
1: lot of um, the listeners and a lot of uh, like viewers from Fight Connect TV will say, you know, when I'm doing like Q and A's on Instagram because I'm really famous, you know, famous now yeah. as well. Um, <sighs> but a lot of them will ask like, oh, you know, you talk about <clears throat> your journey and yeah. being this better person. Uh, it's hard to believe that you weren't always like as but you course, are now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, believe it. If you were to like explain to them what I was like define how I was I think and ha- deeply deeply unhappy yes
0: for many many years yeah but since like it was like a, it was like a, your life was in three stories the start of it was you were a child and you were happy whatever into early teens yeah and then all of a sudden it just flipped I just think you were really unhappy in yourself how and old
1: if, did you think how old if you look back do you reckon like, I was like
0: when did you go to the devs of know, like 16 17
1: yeah when but I turned friend, into a goth.
0: They turned into a goth. Then, then my demon's like, that, like, my actually was an alarm <laughs> system. Do you know what I'm saying? The black rose in the bedroom. <laughs> I was like, here we fucking go. But do you know what I'm saying? Then it was like.
1: <laughs> I painted a seven foot angel of death on my wall. On I my also wall. decided,
0: me and Miriam decided to give Lydia a makeover before into a sexy goth and cut her fringe. This is no word of a lie. To be like Tarry B. totally the, the thickness of a cigarette from root to fringe. It was actually like a child got a doll. And she screamed <clears throat> and roared, and we were like, "She's gonna love it." That was probably why it you was. A, it was. Me.
1: It was. A, no, it definitely wasn't.
0: It, it, it was it, contributing. It was actually It stuck to your head. It was like a number most, one.
1: one of the probably one of the most traumatic. No, it's probably up there in the top ten traumatic things yeah. that's ever happened.
0: We genuinely thought you were going to turn and go, "I love it."
1: They wanted to give me a Betty Page. <laughs> 50s look really like cool look. like to up to kind of up, to, you know
0: to make you feel better at the time yeah because we were in a slump and we we're like we're gonna give her a makeover and it do you know what's funny
1: we were in that time it went wrong. so bad because the fringe was so short and I had a fat head like I have a fat head now but I didn't even fat her head there was then. literally
0: no saving grace at the time like, and
1: I was that. a goth and I was wearing literally the equivalent of pseudo cream on my face <sighs> the makeup was so white oh I just I actually, did. actually did I ever tell you about that time Shane when I was a total goth and we, it was like we was in, remember we walked into Basically town one mixed, day
0: like flour and water and put it on her face
1: <laughs> it was actually that she bad was, yeah some <laughs> like, like scrote in a tracksuit ran oh, past yeah. me and they used to always like shout abuse me yeah and he just stopped and started singing Meatloaf Bat Out Of Hell <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry
1: and oh, then right. I wonder I wonder yeah. why it was traumatised but that's when
0: you were obviously that was a telltale side you are just really unhappy then so unhappy and you were lashing out and you had loads of other issues that I don't think you were able to Deal with yourself, and this is like pre like counselling times or those times yep. that, that that was never a thing to us. If we That's heard of I mean. somebody been counseling we we're like, oh my god, they're mad. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying that wasn't a thing to us, in there. But I think if you had gone to speak to somebody, and as much as your friends can talk to you as well, we were all the same age. You know what I'm saying yeah. maybe I was a smidgen older, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But we were all still kids, so we couldn't have given you any advice. We were all didn't know what we were doing either. Do you know? Yeah. So I think, but that was kind of the start of. The mud hill mm. And then it just picked up And picked up and picked up And then you could just see her unhappy And it was like Shitty relationships And mm. all that shit And do you know And it was like you know And I think you took it out In the weirdest ways You were just like Lashing out or angry or do you know Go into that Because you were lashing out You were literally like a yeah. raging dog Because you were just Angry at people And I genuinely think a lot of it Was because you are angry At other people's happ- happiness around them No way So in your way in Because I was way, so unhappy Because you are so unhappy But I don't think you ever realised it do you know
1: Yeah You'd well. be like Oh they're
0: Dopes whatever. And I think it was just like, I think inside you weren't happy. And I also do think that you knew that the relationship that you were in at the time, you knew they weren't going well. Mm. And you knew it was going to end sometime. But in your head, you were just like, pull the hood over and run through it, do you know? Do
1: you think the band room me?
0: Yeah. In that way?
1: It, just, gave, it gave me a false ego.
0: It literally brought you up like way too high and then just dropped in your arse.
1: Mm. Do
0: you know? Like it was amazing. And... You got loads out of it, like loads of life experience. But I just think it was very toxic for the age that you were. To be, honest. I know you weren't like twelve, right? You know and I'm yeah. saying or sixteen, but still, I think it was an awful lot for the way that you were in your head at the time, and as unhappy and fragile as you were. I just think it was a really septic place to be. Mm. Toxic? I don't think you say septic, do you?
1: Septic is probably a better word than oh, I was I'm gonna
0: say it, it was septic.
1: Septic actually is a better um description of that time period.
0: Well it was that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think you're put into a situation that was bad when you were bad in your head and you weren't feeling good. Mm-hmm. So that together is like a time bomb. It's not like if you had a really good job to go to and you were in love with the job and the rest was shit, or you had a great relationship and the rest was shit, or whatever. You didn't. It was kind of mm-hmm. like a trio of shitty things amalgamating into one thing.
1: Can you remember when I got fired from the band?
0: Yeah, kind of. What
1: was that time like?
0: I can't really remember. Oh, I remember it was literally like the actual claxons were off. We, the were we were living together at the time. Together, the yeah. That
1: was kind of the, the start, bad, of the beginning, but of the I end think it was us. Go- I
0: think it was good. I think it was a positive. I think it needed to happen. It was a positive thing. Mm. But it was heartbreaking to watch it because it was something that you loved. It's basically like me waking up tomorrow and your shop is gone. You've nothing yeah. to do. It's the the fact that you're perilous to something that you felt like you've the only way to put it in as like somebody had, like a mum with a kid or a dad with a kid your kid's take away from you like you put all your energy and love into this mm. thing to make it happen and it's taken away you've no rights whatsoever mm. do you know and I can't imagine that because it hasn't happened to me but that's what it was like watching it like you made that flourish and grow mm. do you know like you made the look of it you put an awful lot and I'm sure the rest of the lads did a bit like tea
1: they, they did a bit
0: there is the tea, honey. <laughs> yes. uh, but, you know, and say they did a bit, or whatever they don't did loads, you know. But like you were, you know, you were pushing the look and pushing the the, the media side of it and the whole lot because you always had that in you. And then it was like, okay, that's gone, goodbye, and the door was closed. Yeah, like of course you fucking crumble, you know.
1: So it, and it was that time being far from the band and like being in the re- the bad relationship and then airfall. Now yeah. it was that whole was amalgamation mad, yeah, yeah. and w- all that coming together just led to where. It was kind of like I felt like I had nobody anymore Yeah yeah. And that was the best thing for me Because there was a freedom in that
0: Yeah
1: In that I was like I've nothing to lose So if I'm stuck with myself Sometimes you have to
0: really Be there Do you know what I'm saying? To be like There is nowhere else to fucking go
1: Couldn't run from it anymore you know? no. Had to get myself out You have
0: to just do it And you did it Yeah Do you know?
1: How different am I to like,
0: then? Like 100%
1: so weird. Still an
0: asshole, honestly. No, you know what I'm saying. You're, you know, you're still, you're still. The, this is the thing I was saying. Like it's three stages. You're now going back to the lead that I know years ago. Yeah. That's the lead that I was always friends with. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I and mean, we were always still friends. It's just you had a lot of shit going on at the moment. At the time, and it was a bit like, you know, there was moments around you. where were kind of like, it's hard because you're so angry, you're so yeah. upset, and whatever. And that, you know, that's not been like a bad friend. That I was kind of like, oh, no. fuck, here she comes. It was just like it was tough because yeah. you were lashing I think it's because I, I was difficult the, well, I was the only guy in the group so I got it in the neck
1: yeah like
0: I absolutely got it in the neck you I know? think
1: as well we were so close we
0: were so close yeah we were very we we're very similar in a lot of ways you yeah. know and that's what I kind of got in the neck but like you went through it all do you know
1: yeah well I'm happy we're here well, give me your hands. oh love you okay before actually, we go lo- lo- actually
0: love you love you. <laughs> love you I like you I love
1: you well, how thank are we? you <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love you thank you
1: did I tell? or was I telling you about this? Oh yeah, no, I was. I had um away for the weekend for my birthday, and I was telling Paula. I said something about my granddad. Yeah. And Paula was like a couple of drinks in, and she was like, oh, "I can't believe you have a gra- a pe- grandparent that's still alive. Oh my god, that's so special. Go home and tell him that you love him." Oh, I was god. like, "Yeah, oh, we'll yeah, no bother." But then I was saying the last time I saw him. I said, uh, no, it was actually at Christmas, me and, me and my brother went in to visit him and um, he's in the house. And uh, I said, right, we're off. He was after pouring me a whiskey. And he was like, right, go on. I said, I've been to before I go back to Dublin. And then I was like, I'm going to make a con because one of my biggest regrets is my grandmother. I didn't tell her how much I loved her yeah. when she was alive. Uh, I didn't tell her enough how much I loved her when she was alive. So I was like, my thing now was my granddad. I'm going to tell him tell that her, I love yeah. him. So I was leaving and I said, granddad. And he goes, yeah, I goes, I love you granddad and he paused you know what he said oh, thanks thank you
0: <laughs>
1: and Dean just looked at me and the was just went there you go <sighs> There yeah. you go Like that's it That's and then, and then my father Suddenly was off the hook For anything that yeah. I've ever been like My dad doesn't love me <laughs> <laughs> I was like Theirs is that
0: um,
1: But brilliant um,
0: But brilliant as well But
1: also don't let that Discourage you uh, From telling the your loved ones That you Disclaimer, love them
0: Disclaimer Tell your, lo- your loved tell ones you, That you love them Tell your loved ones That you love them
1: We've started a new segment Where I put up on social media Who's coming on Before yeah. it was a surprise But now we, we put up And then um, our listeners Get a chance to ask some questions oh, so I put up today and we got some questions so I picked out the five best okay this is from Frankie Smith and she's asked who is your favourite drag queen that could be controversial Oh. but I'd like you to answer it
0: anyway my favourite drag queen I suppose you don't have to do local you don't have to
1: do local you could do like ever
0: no has to be my local queens okay go on I don't have a favourite drag queen yeah um, but my favourite drag queens are the Dublin Queens
1: why is that what makes Dublin Queens
0: brilliant yeah that was a really shit and weak answer that was
1: such a weak answer uh, what about from the bigger pool
0: also um, one of my good friends is Candy Warhol from Cork she is also a powerhouse and that's the word has powerhouse powerhouse trademarked I'm going to put that in my own bio trademarked Dublin Vintage Factory powerhouse <laughs> uh, buy it on iTunes she has a house called Mokia down in Cork What's and that? And it's her house, her drag house is called Machia. Oh. But she's wow. on Comedy Central. She's her own program on Comedy Central called Drag And it is absolutely hilarious. No way. Yeah, if you look at Comedy Central on Instagram or go onto Candy Warhol on Instagram, you can see all of her content. And it's brilliant.
1: Wow. She'd be good I to get on other, as well on the podcast, wouldn't she?
0: She would have no interview in this. <laughs> or interest, sorry. Oh, oh, I'm ruin that, I fucking ruined that, didn't I? Next Um
1: Can I tell you my favourite? Who's my favourite drag queen? Jean George. Well, not Victoria. Really Victoria, but of the bigger pool. Who is my. Ru- RuPaul. RuPaul. I love RuPaul. Oh, and then uh, me me, and my friend. Ian... The
0: straight woman across from me loves RuPaul. Love RuPaul. Bum, bum, bum.
1: I love everything <laughs> Yes, Queen. I know everything about RuPaul and so does my best friend, Miriam. And I remember saying to Miriam Terry is once. Miriam
0: has now gone orbital. No, Miriam is about, way bigger. Yeah, she's she's into, like, cries about RuPaul. She's, yeah. she's
1: like, it's not even about when he's RuPaul in drag. It's when even it's just himself and how he views the world and, um, you know, how his like openness and the, the way he just wants to love everybody. I was like, yeah, like girl, she's, girl she's you're She's obsessive
0: there. compulsive now. With yeah, she's like,
1: there was At Christmas She did shed a tear th- Talking about like how was she getting, Yeah RuPaul. I think she's on the
0: Sherry And I was getting a few Like oh my god Shake a I was like girl You need to get up to Can you remember When I
1: told you this About Miriam loving RuPaul And me loving RuPaul And you just went Yeah well You're never going to meet RuPaul Nobody yeah. Nobody like, meets RuPaul. RuPaul I said like, no. think I'll meet RuPaul though, Even Absolutely when I get not. really famous And you were like uh, Honey Nobody you know she meets She never dress
0: as RuPaul Ru. No it's always Man
1: why is that? Just because she's fed up. She's just been doing it know. for so long. I don't know. Stunning. Just don't she's care. just stunning. Stunning. Anyway. um, What is your favourite clothing brand? From Karen Tip. I think My her name is. My favourite
0: clothing brand. Well, if it's not vintage, I love Nike. Yeah. Love a bit of Nike.
1: Put them together.
0: But vintage also Nike. A vintage Nike. There's also stunning. a girl in Liverpool or London. She has a clothing like called Pickle Me. She basically remakes so she like I got a bag made for my friend Tara for her birthday. Tara Stewart. So Tara hiya, Tara.
1: Name, name drop. Hiya
0: Tara. So she <laughs> makes these um shell tra- So a shell track top or a bottoms, whatever. She recustoms them into she repurposes them into different things so, like a utility vest. Wow. It's deli. Um, so her stuff is amazing, but she only sells on Depop and when she puts it up, it's gone in six minutes. Second. So I'm waiting for the next one. Yeah. Oh so stunning. probably Nike, if it's not vintage Nike.
1: Amazing. Um your fav- or Cedarwood
0: State. <laughs> Jesus. The comfort of them sweatshirts.
1: Comfort, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful cotton now <laughs> using use in the Cedarwood State.
0: Um, Favourite
1: thing about fashion from Amy Shalan.
0: Uh, is that it changes. Yeah. And I find it very, I love the fact that you can dress to your mood. That's my favourite thing.
1: Yeah. And you can be a, as expressionist. Like I
0: hate the clothes they have in my wardrobe. I'm almost like I have literally a smouldering creator of my wardrobe and then yeah. I'm like oh if I'm in a bad year I'm like oh I love this outfit for the day if I'm in a great year I'm like oh or whatever yes. so I always th- I don't never think that my wardrobe needs to be like I see people on Instagram like oh here's a walkthrough to my wardrobe <laughs> you know I'm saying I'm like do you know what now no friend <laughs> I can't even barely find a sock that matches half the time Yeah. but I like you Know a dress for my moods,
1: yes. Also, it's and great. I have a
0: very mismatch of clothes, like, I've got costumes and I've got for like pride if yeah. I was doing something and I've random shit. Then after I'm like, Where the hell am I wearing that? And then one day, I'm like, Do you know what I'd love? And then I open the door, and I'm like, This is the thing,
1: yeah. I love when Do that you know? happens, that. Yeah. yeah. I love when that happens. Oh, what I usually happens to me is I go, Do you know what I'd love to wear with this now? Is you know, a brown suede fringe leather jacket, yeah. and then I'm like, Oh my god, I have, I have one. that, and then I remember I threw yeah. it out in, I still in a rage,
0: cry the fact that you got rid of your um, long Long-haired faux fur jacket.
1: I've had a few. No, Which one was it? It was like a
0: really shaggy long-haired one.
1: The bl- the blonde one. The blonde one, yeah. Terry, that's my mother's house. What? The is that Kate the comu- Moss. Said the communion
0: dress. <laughs> <laughs> that, my friend, is another story. <laughs> <laughs> that is episode two I dare we'll be back to we, won't, we won't go there
1: We won't go there today um, The Kate Moss Top Shop yeah, original yeah. I know, My mother has that That was not going anywhere yeah. That I actually was so concerned About how old that was getting That I bought dry shampoo To try put into and put it Yeah put That's into a it. good one That's a good coat um, I th- We kind of d- bridged on this When we were talking But uh Carl Flynn has asked If not fashion What else do you think You would like
0: to do um, I'd like to open like a cafe as well. I'd mm. love to because my dad's a chef.
1: Please let's talk about your dad. Your dad
0: is probably the king of carveries in Ireland. Terry so please don't come for
1: are You're an absolute dab hand at cooking yourself.
0: Yeah my mum's a chef as well. Terry, like, she's not like a chef in the kitchen but she is a chef in her kitchen and she worthy. is a, a good cook. What a woman. So I love cooking so I think I'd like to do something like a little bit of cooking. You
1: are for anyone like I'm just trying to give people a sense of who you are. So like I have gotten a lot better over the years.
0: Thank Jesus. The
1: cooking. Okay. I'm now... Terry
0: once presented me when we lived together. We all put money in a pot I each week. I knew the story was coming. I got given... This is no word of lie. Unedible brown rice, cold cubed peppers, and a thing of fucking cashew nuts. And she was like, first of all, it was six hours in the kitchen. Me and Miriam were like, I'm actually gonna get sick, I'm so hungry. This is and true. this trough was presented in front of me. She's like, surprise, are you delighted? And I was like, This is an atrocity. <laughs> and we me, and Miriam had to sit there. I'm fair, fair we did. We we're like, I, oh, it's my first Lydia, time wanting to cook gorgeous. dinner for my friends. You did a good job.
1: Disclaimer, I was seventeen years of age. Now I know it's
0: My nephew up. can literally make like dope and watch what I'm saying. I, you could have cooked the pepper
1: I, Listen I had no clue you But here I am but I here have you are. learned You've learned But so, so I w- I would do like You know okay everyone's coming over for dinner like, You'd be like I'll do a curry fajita. or something yeah, Or fajitas very... or meatballs You, you love know that though One pot Love yeah, pot And shalada moment Terry is actually like Doing a full duck With like a potato gratin from
0: scratch I love living
1: on a Tuesday evening at yeah. five I'm like what is going on here?
0: I like to set the scene in my house when I went home like, yesterday was my first day off on my own in the house for like three weeks yeah. and I was like bought the dog out got my candles went to the hardware store got my bits went to the butchers went to the bed shop and like changed the bed you know what I'm saying the yeah, house was it's it like yeah, Christmas yeah. week when it came home and I was yeah. like this is the moment I like doing that you yeah. couldn't do that and then be like, I'm going to get three and one. Do you know what I'm saying? We also... want to finish off the fantasy.
1: Like, fantasy is exactly what it is. Over Zoom, over lockdown, we obviously yeah. were having our friends' quizzes, which died a death, Absolute. like everyone else's did. Yeah, Doom. So everyone ended up... Like, everyone was dropping off. I have to go to bed. I have kids in the morning, blah, all different things. And it was like myself, your yeah. partner, Dave and Miriam my partner Mir- yes yeah, oh, I, I'm I trying to be it. I'm trying to be official for the podcast your boyfriend my fiance but like you've been together two decades so that's no- your partner
0: there's Dave there's Terry's fiance would
1: you would, would yeah we say fiance from now call on just Dave just call him Dave so it was me you Dave and Miriam who is Ian Flynn the tattoo artist who was on previous episode as well don't say I don't give me friends a dig out on this Getting podcast something for nothing well um but it, that's Ian's wife Miriam the four of us were on the zoom at like three o'clock in the morning, and the two boys, Terry and Dave, were actually uh, what were you doing? Uh, watermelon margaritas,
0: oh, frozen friends, margaritas. I was Me and Miriam had God warm passage.
1: wine in, in a glass. We were looking oh, we at each other had, on the we zoom, had, but yeah, like, are they actually warm, in the yeah. kitchen doing like frozen oh, we margaritas? we had a very
0: fancy lockdown, you really went out. But with the key, we found is by just using your tequila and just fresh fruit, there's no hangover because you're not, you're not drinking sugar.
1: I take your word for it. I it was have no like
0: idea. I get hangovers, but. Do you know what I'm saying I'm partial to a blue cocktail, so that's probably my problem. You <laughs> know.
1: Um, okay. Very last question, and it's a it's a it's a good one. Okay. It's from anonymous. We oh, won't call out his name. that me,
0: ma. That's that's Shirley. Ma. <laughs> this is from Shirley Murphy. And Shirley
1: she? Murphy. And Actually, Shirley. What an absolute diamond. Um, she. Sorry, I'm not saying she, but it's it's from a uh, he, okay. and he's asked, "How do I gain?" confidence how do i gain enough confidence um to come out i'm 16.
0: um that's yeah i don't honestly i don't really know i don't think it's like anyone's the oracle of this i think it's your own time yeah do you know it depends on where he's living depends mm-hmm. the situation if he, you know if he's at home if he's in a small town all those kind of things mm-hmm. do you know like i'm pretty sure everyone Watford knew that i was gay
1: Everyone except me.
0: Well, you obviously clearly didn't, you know what I'm saying? But I was belting up and down the road. Yeah. But... It obviously wasn't a comfortable time for me down there because the people that I was with not ye, but just you know saying I didn't have any gay friends to be like, It's grand Like I had no other references. No reference. No ref- references, yeah. Yeah. Um like you uh, are what's it called Euro Trash like once a month you see an old bowl and I'll be like, Oh, here we go. Do you you, know, that we was had literally
1: Doctor Caroline Weston who was talking about her she's now a sex therapist or okay, a sex lecturer. And she was like my when I grew up my main uh, reference board for sex was Euro
0: Trash. It was the only thing it was just like and like there was like a ball it was like oh my god a yeah. man's ball and Lulu Ferrari know, Lola Ferrari Lola Ferrari rest in peace Lola Ferrari uh, but there, that was and also Margarita Prakatan oh, that was that with the elderly woman that was the lady of the Maracas loved oh, her yeah. she was the OG influencer
1: what was your man's name who done the he was Jean-Paul on all jean the...
0: no that's what Jean-Paul
1: Gautier, the guy who was in the mini salads then he done the mini set ads afterwards. He was in a bunch of... The main guy. What Shane's going to Google it there. Google right, it. Shane? You were a trash. I'm we're having a little search here.
0: Jean-Paul, yeah, Jean-Paul. Jean-Paul
1: no, the, there was the other guy.
0: Antoine. De oh, Antoine. yeah. Antoine. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Antoine de yeah. Cons. Yeah. I don't know if
0: it De Carissons.
1: <laughs> God, they so friendly. Yeah. Oh, we're nearly finished. We're nearly finished. Yeah, we're wrapping up there okay. now.
0: Um, so yeah, so it's very hard. It's not really a stereotypical guideline to be able to come out, but surround yourself with nice people. Um, like if you're sixteen, you're quite young, so you're kind of in the middle, so you can't really go to clubs and that kind of stuff. Obviously, you can't go now because they are all in the apocalypse. But yes, just maybe like trying to reach out to people online. You know, yeah. you know, see some people that you know. I don't really know. Like, just reach out re- with yeah.
1: people who are in the Like-minded same situation as friendly. you. and friendly. And if you don't yeah. feel like
0: you're going to get support from people around you, they're not the ones for you. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard. And it's probably very hard to feel like if I leave this group, then I have literally nobody, especially feeling yeah. lost on your own. But believe me, you, it's absolutely grand.
1: There's a world out there. There have is the a world out there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's and a huge world out there. 16 is young.
0: It's more I was like, this is it. I am going to be a closeted farmer <laughs> You know what I'm saying? In <laughs> Watford for years, and then I was like, "Oh, JJ Caffrey to Dublin, Yeah, drag queens,
1: and it's not, uh, yeah, and huh. there we, and it's not an, it's not an issue. No, obviously I know so there's people out there who well, it, it takes an is...
0: awful long time to feel comfortable with yourself. So yeah, it's not like absolutely. you'll be grand tomorrow. Yeah. It's really really tough, and the only thing you can do is really support yourself and do positive things for yourself. Be kind for yourself and surround yourself with people that are very nice.
1: Very good advice. I yeah. know that you are loved.
0: You are loved. You are loved. The you universe
1: loved. loves us all. Yes. Amen. Well, listen. Before you whittle on yourself, oh, there in the stopped. corner. Um, thank you so yeah. much for coming in.
0: No problem, you're welcome.
1: I'm absolutely delighted that you came in, and that was brilliant. I am
0: delighted.
1: That was so. Did you have a good time? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was really. You were brilliant. I have
0: to call. I'd say forty five percent of this because I'm have to ratting out everyone. <laughs> so for my next podcast, I'm going to call out everyone.
1: But listen, you haven't done a podcast before, or have you?
0: Uh, not my recollection
1: I know you've done a few bits with TV3 now and, uh, oh who <laughs> what who was, was the TV3 show you did? done oh, I
0: can't even talk about it because it was an absolute bonfire
1: no it was brilliant I had brilliant. a very bad hangover
0: and literally my face and ears went numb I was like she was, it was a
1: fashion show or something oh, for TV3 was
0: it Christ I don't know what it was yeah I never watched it
1: yeah it was brilliant
0: thanks um, Lydia
1: you're welcome Pet. Uh, thank you so much for coming in thank I you wish for having you me. every success with thank the new store it's absolutely you. beautiful it was absolutely brilliant uh, where can people find out more about Dublin Vintage Factory
0: if you go uh, so you can shop on Online at DublinVintageFactory.com mm-hmm. There's actually a sale on at the moment uh, or else if you go on to our Instagram it's um, at Dublin Vintage Factory.
1: Brilliant. Great And stuff. that was the ones. Super. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, let's go get a little drink now, Ooh. shall we? Yeah, parched. Parched. Uh, that was episode 41 of The First Exchange with Terence Murphy from Dublin Vintage Factory.
0: Planning for your next trip?